Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Lead with Impact podcast. My name is Brian Rollo, and I am happy to have you here with me today. So, a few months ago, I got asked to participate in a charity walk. It was a walk sponsored by a colleague and friend of mine who plays a large role in this organization. I believe it was for the Alzheimer's Association. And I'd never participated in it before, but I was happy to be asked. And it was a walk that was happening at a local college. So I showed up on the morning of the college. It was a crisp fall day. The sun was out. Picture perfect. Leaves are starting to turn here in upstate New York. That time of year, air's got a little bit of a crisp chill to it. Just the perfect kind of day for a walk. And I got there and I could not believe how many people were on this campus for the walk. It was well over a thousand people that were there to participate in this walk. And the way it was structured is that everyone gathered in the large central area of the campus and there was a pavilion at one end. So a picture a thousand people or so in front of this pavilion, listening to the speakers talk about the association and all the great things that they're accomplishing. And they talked for a while and had different guest speakers come up. Now, I got there and I wanted to sort of hang back because I'd never done this walk before. I wasn't quite sure what the path or the route was for the walk. So I just sort of wanted to hang back and follow the crowd. So I actually stood with a few dozen people behind the pavilion and listen to the presentations from there, thinking that when it came time for the walk, I would just follow the crowd and it would be, you know, really great. However, things changed. When the presenters ended, they said, okay, it's time for the walk. And they turned and pointed in my direction. And a thousand people started walking towards me as if I knew where I was going and it was my job to lead them through this walk. Now, I looked at the people around me and hoped some of them were officially from the walk and knew where they were going, but none of the people I saw did. So, I just started walking. Now, I know somewhere there were some official leaders here, but I didn't know where they were, so I just started walking, hoping I would figure out where to go. So, there were some cones laid out along the route, and I sort of followed them the best I could, and people just followed me as if I knew where I was going. And the moral of the story is, I ended up taking the path I thought was right, but a two-mile walk ended up probably being a mile, maybe if not even that, because I'm sure I didn't follow the right course. And people ended up and looked at me and looked around like, there's got to be more, right? Uh, but that was our walk for the day. We didn't quite finish the whole thing. So why do I bring that up? Because it's a symptom of what can happen when we are missing the second component of that ACE leadership model that we've been talking about. And that component is communication. Now, communication is such a huge, huge issue. We'll talk more about it, I'm sure, in coming episodes. But I just wanted to go over it in broad strokes today and talk about how important it is as a leader to communicate with the people on your team so they know what's going on and what the right way to do that is. You know, I think as leaders, externally, we, we want to appear powerful. We want certainly to have an engaged team and we want to be heard and we want to be understood. But internally, sometimes we may be unsure about how much to communicate and what to communicate. We can fear many times revealing too much. I know many leaders I've talked to had a fear of saying too much, so they tended to say nothing to their teams. 
And sometimes leaders even have the idea that it will diminish their status if they talk too much about what's going on and share too much information, as if they should sort of be the central hub of all information and only dispense it in little bits as they feel the need to. And that will just cause disengagement. Uh, the other thing leaders feel sometimes, I know many I've talked to, will say, I understand it's important to communicate, but I just don't have the time. I'm busy doing this. I'm busy doing that. I don't have time to talk to people. They should be able to figure it out on their own. Again, another recipe for having people disengage. I struggled with this myself early on when I was in a leadership role. Uh, I would think there are more important things to do to talk than talk to people. Uh, sometimes you can even think they'll figure it out on their own. I've got to focus on the big picture here. But what I didn't realize is communication is the big picture. Taking time to talk to people and making sure they know what's happening and feel like part of it is the big picture. Without it, people will not be aligned with the mission, they won't be aligned with the vision, and the performance will go down. They will start to disengage from their teams. And it happens all the time. I think, what is it, 70% of American workers report themselves as disengaged in the workplace. And a lot of that is just because communication is not happening, at least to the level that it should. There's another story I like. Uh, when I talk about this sometimes, it is the story of a man named William Broyles. Now, you might not know that name, but you're familiar with his work. William Broyles is a movie maker. And a few years back, well, actually more than a few years back, but years back, he decided he wanted to make a movie about a man stranded on a desert island. And he wanted this movie to be realistic. So, he thought, what better way to understand how a man stranded on an island would feel than to be stranded myself? So he arranged to be left on this island for several days. No food, no water, no shelter. And a few days in, something interesting happened. He was walking down the beach and saw something in the surf. Saw an object there, a white object. Went, picked it up, and it was... A volleyball. He picked the volleyball up and looked at the insignia, and you might already know what it was. The volleyball was made by a company named Wilson, and that was what was written on the volleyball. William decided to keep Wilson with him and started calling the volleyball Wilson and even started having conversations with it because it was his only friend there on the island. After everything finished up and he decided he'd had enough research, of course, he left the island, but he actually wrote Wilson into the movie he was making, which you probably have seen. It was a famous blockbuster named Castaway, starring Tom Hanks. But the story of Wilson is real. And again, I think that is just a great metaphor for what happens when we don't communicate with people in the workplace or in our organizations or on our teams. You know, as leaders, sometimes... It's easy to think, well, if I don't talk about a subject, people aren't going to think about it. I'm just going to sort of hide it. I'm not going to talk about it. They're not going to think about it. They're just going to keep focused on their tasks, and it's not going to come up. But nothing could be further from the truth. If you don't talk about something that's important, if you don't set the narrative, people will make up their own narrative. If you don't provide clear-cut goals, people will make up their own goals. And that they're going to disengage again from the team. Pretty soon you're going to have a network of people each going their own way and disengage team. So that communication is vital. 
So what I found is what I like to call real talk is key. You know, it's easy sometimes to make small talk, but real talk with your team is what's important. We have to talk to the people on our team about real things, about real important things. And we have to talk about them regularly and most importantly, honestly. There's a speaker and podcaster by the name of Lee Cockrell and writer. And he says something which I subscribe to 100%. He says, when in doubt, stick with the truth. Which as a leader, I think, should be one of the metaphors that, or one of the principles that we should adhere to. When in doubt, stick with the truth. If you don't know what to communicate to somebody, when in doubt, stick with the truth. Because people want to be told the truth. Again, as a young leader, one of the things I thought was, I don't want to hurt people's feelings, let me hide the truth, let me massage the truth, let me try to present it in the best light so I'm not going to hurt people's feelings. And while there certainly is something to be said for considering people's feelings, what we need to realize is that most people just want to be told the truth and they don't hear it. Most people are adults in the workplace and they just want to know what's going on. And when you tell them, they tend to buy into that mission. The other thing about communication we have to keep in mind is it's easy to think that communication just happens naturally and organically. In other words, it's just going to happen. People are going to communicate and they're going to be told what they need to know and people are going to get the message. But that's not true. In reality, communication must be planned and executed like a business strategy. So when you're the leader, you've got to plan and execute communication just like you would any other part of your strategy. And so the most important thing that I tell managers and leaders to do is to spend one-on-one time with each member of their team. Don't make general announcements and hope everybody's going to pick up on it and hope that they might come to you and tell you when something important is happening. You've got to make that one-on-one time to speak with everybody on your team, at least everyone that reports to you. And you've got to do it regularly. And when you do that, you've got to talk about real talk, again, about the important things. When you invest a little bit of time in those one-on-one conversations, you will find, as a leader, it pays off exponentially. Because people start to trust you, they start to buy into the mission, they start to buy into the vision, they know their voices are heard, they will come to you when they have problems, and the beautiful part about this, the time-saving part of this, is you get to solve those problems when they're small. As a leader, when you're having regular communication with people, and they come to you what, as soon as they've got a problem, or the fact that you're just talking to, to them regularly, you know uh, that problem gets brought to you sooner than it would have otherwise, you get to solve it while it's small. The alternative is to let things fester and fester and fester, and nobody comes to you to talk to you about it until it's a massive problem. And then it is a real drain on time and your resources to try to fix. So communication second part of that ACE formula, and just vital. You really can't have a team without it. But one of the questions I get all the time about communication is, what do I do when the truth is hard to hear? Brian, you said you've got to tell people the truth, but what if I know that truth is going to be hard to hear? What if I know they're going to have problems with it? What if I know it's going to be a negative reaction? How do I handle that? We are going to get into that in our next episode. So thank you for being with me here today. I hope you gained some value from this. Go out there and communicate. Go out there and have an impact. And have a great day. Bye-bye.
talk to you soon.